Hey guys, what's up? It's Jasmine here. Welcome back to another episode of Chatting with Jasmine. Casual conversations in self-quarantine. It's another wonderful evening here in San Diego, California. It is currently Saturday, March 6, 2021. It's 7.40 p.m. when I'm recording this episode for uh, you guys. I am so 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 excited uh for this episode we're gonna be covering a lot of topics today and i apologize if it's scattered but i just want to take this time before we really go dive deep into this episode i just want to thank you guys um the feedback that and the analytics that i received from uh the very first episode of chatting with jasmine was just unbelievable now i am someone personally for me like you know money and you know analytics and numbers you know is the last thing on my mind you know what i mean so long as i get the message out there but i i looked at i I look at the numbers just so i can I'm, i'm very curious i'm a very statistics person of you know like i look at numbers just to see you know how it's doing i don't necessarily base you know you know 10 people listen to this or 11 people listen to this even if one person listens to what i have to say i am okay with so i look at the numbers not in a money sense if you guys are thinking that i look at the numbers so that way i can have sponsorships and then within those sponsorships i will get paid for every listen uh people listen to in my podcast that is not the case I made it a point so that way, for now, as I record episodes, you know, it's just me talking. There's no background music. There's no sponsorships. It's just pure and raw me. And I want you guys to know that I am here for um, the conversations. That's what truly this podcast, I'm going to make it about. It's a casual conversation with Jasmine. You know, what you see and what you hear is what you get. And I'm going to make that a goal of mine, at least, you know, with these uh, episodes as we start off and, you know, find my flow and, um, you know, because the first couple episodes will not be as good in comparison to, you know, when you will, you know, later gauge, you know, content. But I want you guys to, you know, see the authenticity in my voice and that I am truly being real and raw with you guys and diving deep into topics serious topics but then also just you know reflect back on how i've been doing so far and doc and have that documented as well so when i listen back and then you guys listen you guys can see of like you know what i mean this is how i felt in this present moment in time so as i said before it is currently 7 uh 40 p.m in the evening as i am recording this i love night podcasts or night recording sessions or evening recording sessions i don't know if it's just me but there's just something about you have the best um creative ideas and best creative flow when things are being done at night um kind of late late nights i try to tend to avoid you know recording really really like really really late at night but most of the time the best ideas really really flow when I record at night, around, I would say 7.45 is like the best time, but I, I, I really don't know yet, you guys. I, I'm, I'm still figuring it out. And you know, cause this is a new passion project. 
um, that is going, you know, being public to you guys. So I am a little bit more nervous. The nerves have kind of set a little bit in comparison to when I first recorded um, my fir- the first episode. But I think I am okay now. And that was a long-winded intro. But yeah, I just wanted to take a moment there to really just... I, my appreciation for you guys. And it's just crazy. I'm I'm so grateful. I think the analytics were... Um, we garnered an audience of 10 people with, I think, 9 plays. And, you know, 3 people uh, have, you know... What was it? Followed my content so far. So... Beyond the numbers, whether big or small, I am just grateful. The fact that 10 people are listening to what I have to say is just crazy. That, that's, that's, that's absolutely crazy. You, you, you know, for me, it was a 40-minute first episode. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just so grateful. But anyways, let's just get into what um, this podcast is going to be about today. And uh, yeah, so let's just get started. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out a full-on intro, you guys, so I I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm, I am I want it to be as authentic as possible, so I think we're going to start off with a topic that um, uh, just kind of like, I, I, I do this on my fitness Instagram, so if you want to follow my fitness Instagram, but then also my, uh, I have two Instagram accounts. I have my main account and then my fitness Instagram account. It's at Fitness by Jasmine, and then my main Insta account is at Jasmine, J-A-Z-Z-M-I-N-C-18. If you want to follow, I mean, I post a lot of good content there as well. Um, but the I kind of want to uh, go into the first topic ever of this um, podcast series, which I'm so excited is I do this on my fitness Instagram. I call it uh, monthly reflections. So I kind of want to use um, a little bit of this time to reflect back on my past month, which was February 2021, and the lessons that I learned from that month and what that month has taught me. So I said this in a recent uh, Instagram Live when I for my fitness Instagram, but I kind of want to just put it in summary short here, is that February 2021 was a really good um, self-love month for me. I really reflected on the lesson of of being in the present moment and just um, learning to grow and appreciate and love living in this present moment. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we as human beings are very conditioned to always, you know, flow with traffic, go with the traffic flow. Because we're always constantly working. We're always constantly moving. Everything in this world, especially these um, pandemic and global pandemic times and COVID-19 times, we're always moving, you know. So I think now being in quarantine and being in lockdown, you know, we are, because time is of the essence as well, is that we are forced to do a lot of self-reflection and we are forced as well to kind of reflect on, you know, what we want, you know, what what's next in our life and what do we see our future being like. But, you know, we never really get the chance to just stop, slow down and think about, you know, uh, think about like what this present moment has to offer us. And I think with all this noise and all this chatter, 
we never really have this um, I'm gonna get to it later in a in a later podcast episode um, I don't know what to, it's gonna be the title yet but just the idea of finding balance and there is a key to balance and that um, progress even if it is slow is still progress so that's like a whole nother topic I want to get into but I think what the the main like true lesson of that February 2021 has really taught me is staying in the present moment is okay. Staying in this present moment locked in right now is okay because times come and go. And so if we staying by staying in this present moment, it gives us a chance to really do things with intention. To really go through each each hour, each minute, each second with intention of like, okay, so I'm gonna, you know, eat breakfast, eat breakfast with intention. I'm going to go on a mindful walk, walk with intention. So that's what I mean of being in this present moment will create then being, um, creating flow, but then also living life with intention. And, you know, as human beings, because we're wired to, you know, this go, 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 fast-paced lifestyle, we never have a chance to let this moment, present moment that we are in right now, sink in. And I think that's what a lot of February 2021, but then also even months before that, has really taught me. And But at the same time, it's like it taught me that lesson because then again, February 20, or just the month of February in general is only 28 days, only 29 days if it's a leap year. So I think that's like, I think the biggest lesson that I learned in 20, uh, February 2021. And I just wanted to share that with you all. So now as moving forward, now that we are in the month of March, you know, it is spring. It is um, a new season for us or going to be a new season for us. Um, I think I want to make this month's monthly goal is to appreciation for the little things. And what I mean by that is, appreciate this moment in time appreciate the fact that i am alive healthy and well during these crazy times appreciate the fact that i have my own bed to sleep in appreciate the fact that i have you know parents and my sister and you know a room all this type of stuff beyond the external factors just the fact that i am alive and healthy and well amidst a global pandemic, appreciation for the little things that a lot of people will take for granted. And so it can be tough, especially during these times to say, oh, what can I be appreciative for when everything in my world is crumbling down? Why are people so positive in a mo- in moments when people are dying? You know what I mean? So that is a whole nother situation. But I think I, I wanna garner this to the idea that You know, there are so many more people right now who are suffering. And so if we just create this negative mind space and mindset of like, you know, uh, like, you know, our world is damaged. Our world is not healing, yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't know. I I, I, I tend to be someone who looks in the, not like a, a, like toxic positivity type way. But it's more like I am, I am positive and I see the good side of things because I see a world right now that is, you know, that 
that we are i feel like we as a nation and a society are united because we are all going through similar struggles um maybe some more to the extent of others but i appreciate i've always had a little or not a little big appreciation for the little things even way before covid started but i think now this is the perfect time to really just you know appreciate the little things i i I don't know how else to say it like and i want to continue to make this a monthly goal but i also want this to carry out and to be a lesson for the rest of my life as well and so hopefully you guys as well um even just you know like i i do what's called a gratitude journal so i have been gratitude journaling and let me know if you guys want me to do an episode two as well on journaling and gratitude journaling how i gratitude journal and all this type of stuff i can definitely give you tips especially if you are a big journaler like myself i do what's called a gratitude journal the five minute journal but then i also do my own journal with different prompts so it um it has a couple prompts of you know three things top three things that i'm grateful for because there's all you could name a whole list of what you're grateful for but in that moment in this present moment what are the top three things that you are grateful for um and then the second uh, prompt is i am affirmation so if you guys are big um big in like affirmations and all that type of stuff and manifestations i really love affirmations in the form of i am so i am blah 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 i am blah 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 i think my favorite one is i am strong in mind body and spirit because i believe again in the idea of balance and i will get into this into a later podcast but just to sum it up basically balance in mind body and soul and that if one of them is off let's say the mind then everything else will be off You know, your body, physical body may not feel as good or your spirit may not feel as good or your soul may not feel as good if the mind is off balance. So the idea of keeping balance in all aspects of life, I think is super, 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 super important. And yeah, and then the last prompt that I do for journaling is what happened, three good things that happened throughout my day. And how I would rank today or the day out of five stars and then like circle, you know, each individual star from a one star all the way to five stars. So that's just like a simple, simplified version of how I journal. And I've been doing it even before COVID started. So I've been doing it since I think January of 2019. And every single day, it really just helped, has been motivating me to continue to document my day and these are journal entries that no one will see so this is for me because you know what i mean journals are pretty much personal depending on you know if you're a big journaler if you're not a big journaler but i love journaling because it can you can make it any way that you want you don't have to follow my templates and my guidelines it really is up to you it is guided or unguided it really is up to you but let me know if you guys want me to do an episode i would really really like to kind of like look back at like what i've wrote in like what 2019 and see how my um what's the word how my perspective has changed in a lot of lot of things so i'm super excited on that so now i kind of want to talk about um This is going to be a little bit more of a serious issue. But um, uh, 
on the topic of, you know, self-love and all that type of stuff. So, um, I, I, this could, this could be a little weird. This could be a little weird, um, how I tie this into, um, this podcast, but I kind of want to talk about the idea, um, of, and this culture of self-love, self-compassion, and self-kindness before others. Now, um, if you guys follow me extensively on Instagram, I very much so post a lot, especially on IG stories, a lot of content and a lot of, uh, you know, um, people on Instagram who are, let's say, mental health advocates or mental health awareness advocates or those who have, you know, degrees in um, advocating for mental health and self-love and all this type of stuff. And um, within this past year, I've, I've noticed that mental health, oh, excuse me, sorry, mental health awareness has been stigmatized by others of, you know, this idea of this this sharing on social media, excessive sharing on social media of mental health awareness is doing more harm and good. It's hurting others and all this type of stuff. But by, I am not sharing, you know, these um, mental health posts and all this type of stuff, self-love posts as a way to put mental health on a pedestal no, no, no. I, I am not doing it saying that mental health is more important than, you know, other issues. You know what I mean? I am, I am putting these on my story because there was a moment in my life personally, like three, four years ago, where, and I think I, I kind of want to do an episode two talking about, um, if you guys don't know, uh, my um, ongoing struggles and battle with uh GAD or anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder. And because there was a time in my life where I did not prioritize my mental health. And me posting these stories is my way of, you know, you know, building a community of those who as well who have anxiety, depression, and all this type of stuff. But I am not putting mental health awareness on a pedestal. Um I got a lot of, not for me personally, but a lot of like who I've been following have had to justify, you know, that saying that I've had to put this on a pedestal. You, I feel like, you know, you're putting mental health on a pedestal when there are so many more issues that people are struggling with right now. But I am not putting mental health on a pedestal. I am just spreading awareness and education and knowledge on um, these issues that, you know, a lot of people go on a daily basis and, you know, everyone's is different as well. I want to make that clear that everyone else's is different and everyone else um, is a little bit more maybe extreme than others. But, you know, it all shares, it's all it all builds community at the end of the day. And I think that's what I want it to be. So, Embracing this idea of self-love, self-compassion, and self-kindness is a community and it's a communal effort. And you know, this you know, this culture of you know being so so um spreading awareness and spreading love, you know, for 
yourself is okay. Taking care of your needs and tending to your needs is okay. It's not being selfish. It's because, you know what I mean? How can you love others, be compassionate towards others, be kind to others? If you don't love every single thing about yourself, your whether it be your flaws, your imperfections, whatever it may be, how can you cultivate this culture of self-love, compassion, and kindness to others if you don't even believe that in yourself? And so people want to, you know, say, oh, you know what I mean? It's, it's just her depression acting up. It's just her anxiety acting up, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? But that's, it, that's not funny. That's, that's seriously not funny. Like people are going through so many more things that you don't notice it. And it, it really, it really, really, really hurts. Sorry, that's my alarm. I'll be right back. Sorry guys, that was my alarm clock. I don't know why it rang. It always rings at like 8 p.m. randomly every night and it's so weird. But anyways, hopefully you guys didn't hear that. Um, I just wanted to uh, make note of that because sometimes when we, uh, especially in like the yeah Instagram community, you know, want to share a bunch of these posts on that, you know, influencers make, influencers content creators quote unquote make about self-love and self-compassion and you know they share it excessively people think that you're putting mental health on a pedestal that you know this issue is the most important issue but no you know what i mean i i want to bring awareness to these issues that people are facing because for many different people it may be more bigger than seems the eye like when I was going through my, when I was originally diagnosed with GAD, and I can get more into this into a later episode, but when I, I, I really, there was a point in my life where my anxiety took over everything. It legit took over my physical body. It took over my sleeping patterns. It basically took over my life. And at that time, I didn't know how to handle it. And, but then I found ways through um, these communities that said, you know what, you're, you, you, you are, you are not defined by your anxiety. You, I started seeing these Instagram posts and these things that you are not defined by your anxiety. You are so much stronger and I want you to know that. And just then, right then and there really helped, it helped in that process of healing it helped in that process of me sharing a story and wanting to put my voice out there. And I, I, I say this because, you know, I am talking to an audience that I don't know what you're going through, especially during these pandemic times. I don't know. But I want you to know is that if you are feeling like, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. I want you to know, and you feel like you need to have everything figured out here in this pandemic. You do not. I'm here to tell you that your mental health should come first. And I think that it's okay that you are you are figuring out life one day, one hour, one second, every time. And so I kind of just, I, I kind of want to end that off there. Because this could be a whole nother topic that could be talked about. But um, I just, I, I, that is just something that I feel really, I want to put my two cents in. 
and I have such a passion to talk about. So now, like, uh, as we transition into that topic, um, this idea of self-love and self-compassion and self-kindness, um, it kind of ties in a little bit to this next topic. I think it might be a little bit more serious um, than others. I kind of want to put it in a in a, in a way that, you know, because um, this could be interpreted in many, many different ways. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like this topic definitely goes in with this idea of um, loving, compassion, kindness, etc. So, um, last month was an amazing month for me. But last month and in recent months, even before this, um, the... Because I follow, not the, not extensively, but I've seen a lot in the news. Other than COVID, um, there have been a lot of issues when it comes to, um, you know, um, I think, uh, I, I don't know how I would say this, but like when it comes, uh, there's been a lot of um, like hate crimes um, towards the Asian community. Um, there has been a lot of, um, you know, uh, how would I say this? Um, a lot of protests, I would say. I'm not really sure if that would be the right word. Um, in trying to find Asian and uh, Black lives solidarity. And um, this really hurts my heart to say um if you guys follow me on twitter i i tweeted a long long winded thing and shared pictures of how i feel about this topic but this really hurts my heart to really say um one one uh hate crime and one victim one victim i, I don't want to call it a victim but one person who has been affected that really stood out to me was um if you guys follow my Instagram recently, um, there was um, an incident that happened and it involved um, a young Filipino man. His name was Angelo Quinto. And um, and it, it, I, it, it really hurts my heart. It really, really hurts my heart to talk about this. Um, but it is something that it needs to be addressed. So one victim that really stands out to me is Angelo Quinto. He was a 30-year-old um, man who lived in Antioch, California. And he died after an officer pressed his knee on the back of his neck while he was suffering a mental health crisis. Um, the family members of Angelo Quinto's family were saying before his death, saying, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Um, and then you know, it 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 was it was they're they're doing a bunch of legal claims against the Antioch Police Department, and I read the details to um because I'm looking at the change.org website, but there's many other websites as well that talk about you know hashtag justice for Angelo Quinto, and looking at the way that he he died and his death, um is very similar if you guys remember George Floyd 
who was also um, uh, of the same age frame, a man who died with uh, a police officer pressed his knee on his back. That's what it's called. Police brutality against the Asian and black community. That's what that's the topic I kind of want to garden. The idea of love, compassion and kindness and unification, but then there is um hate crimes and police brutality against the marginalized. And you know how this incident that happened with Angelo Quinto is very very similar, almost very similar to what happened to George Floyd. And it's the idea that, you know, he was pleading for his life. Please don't kill me. I cannot breathe. You know what I mean? Haven't we learned from George Floyd? And then, you know what I mean? Like, haven't we learned that, you know, haven't we learned that these debts are all the same? Like, so for me, it, it, it hurts my heart to really talk about this. And I don't think I'm really having the right words to talk about it because this this hits home this this happened to a young filipino man with mental health issues who kept saying over and over that he does not want to be killed he does not want to be killed and we have these police officers who who are using violence to instead of words to to help this man and he in fact died and that's where I have a problem there that's where I really have really really have a problem there in this idea of Asian and black solidarity and I'm going to link um, a bunch of these petitions down below not only for Angelo Quinto but all these um, especially um, um, other um other people who have been affected in the asian x community and this 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 is just terrible if especially that last month was you know love month not only self-love month but love um united love and garnering this love and especially that now that we are in the midst of a pandemic you would think that people are more united than ever to fight this pandemic and you know to come together to meet this goal but we are just having you know um riots in the capital we are having you know police brutality and community suffering because of it i just can't stand for it and it it really really hurts my heart it really 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 hurts my heart justice will be served and if if especially for george floyd brianna taylor angelo quinto all these victims say their names i i feel like for me these this is a huge issue this is happening over and over and over again and if we have news and the social media you know saying that like you know what i mean like you know what i mean like the uh what's the word you know saying like all lives matter white lives matter black lives matter and the hate towards that we're not saying that 
you know, black lives are the only lives that matter. We are not saying that Asian lives are the only lives that matter. No, we, at least I am saying as well, and the community as well is saying that, you know, in comparison to, you know, the privileged versus the marginalized, you know what I mean? Who, it, who is the demographic and the population that is going to have a lighter death sentence or a lighter, you know, time off bail or all that type of stuff? Who is going to benefit? Caucasians. You know, I've seen it in my life, the white community. I am saying this because there is a marginalized community, people of color, no matter who you are. And it, it, it breaks my heart to see that. It really, really breaks my heart to see that, you know, we are not saying that black lives matter more than Asian lives or Asian lives matter more than black lives. We are saying that this particular community is being targeted. Asian lives are being targeted. And so what is a community are we going to do? Are we going to stand in solidarity? Or are we going to continue to put them in the marginalized groups and target them? You know what I mean? So personally, in the way that I see these incidents happen, it has always been that um, one side and one community benefits more and that justice truly is not being served. And so for me, especially being, you know, being proud that I am Asian and a proud woman of color, it's it not only isn't fair, but it really, it, it oh my God, you guys, it enrages me. The fact that, you know what I mean? We have these particularly these white privileged people and not to stereotype but where i've seen it where people have come up to me and say oh so you think asian lives are the only lives that matter you think that black lives are the only lives that matter that is not what i'm saying what i am saying is that you know my community is being targeted you know the idea being asian is not a virus racism is I, I see it all over TikTok, all over Instagram. So your systemic racism and your racist thoughts are feeding into this community, this black community, this Asian community, this people of color community. And we are the targets. You know what I mean? Especially, particularly what's different with the uh, black community versus the Asian community is more that the Asian community is the elders. Asian people... Um, Asian, um, the elderly community is being attacked. They are being brutally attacked on subways. There's a story of a, a Filipino grandma who was attacked in a subway by a white man, 40-year-old white man. And then there's incidents of um, a Thai man being punched and, you know, trampled over and then he died as soon as he got to the hospital so this is not a new trend this idea of you know um calling asian people a virus calling asian people the kung fu virus calling asian people you know uh the chinese virus whatever that is racism that is a whether it be verbal 
emotional abuse, physical abuse, that is abuse. That is hurtful. And people don't think that those words can hurt, but those hurt. And the fact that this is happening to my community is, I, I have to say something. Because this really, really, really pushes my buttons. It pushes my buttons so much so. And I want to tie it back to the idea of that we as a community should be now more united than ever if we want to garner this idea of self-love and self-compassion. But we are hurting other people. And we are, you know, brutally beating them to our their death. It is just not something that I will stand for. And it's just not, so, it just, it needs to be talked about. And it needs to be said. And just know, no matter who you are, whether you are the family of Angelo Quinto, whether you are even the family of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, I will continue to say your name and I will continue to stand with you. And, you know, some people as well may have different opinions on how they feel about this, but just know that I will continue to advocate for you and that what, hap what is happening to this community is not right. So I am not saying that black lives are the only lives that matter. Asian lives are the only lives that matter. You know, if I were to say to someone who is, let's say, uh, a Trump supporter or all that type of stuff, I am not saying that. I am saying that these communities are being marginalized. But you don't see it because it's not happening to you. You are not going to understand it unless it happens to you. So... You know what I mean? You can state all your views that you want, you know, but, you know, I eventually at the end of the day will stand of what I feel what's right for my community. And right now, the Asian community is being targeted more now than ever. There is an increase of hate crimes due to this pandemic. There is a correlation for it to it. And I that it's not something that I will stand for. So I will, if you want to continue to support, you know, these um if you want to um if you want to help in some way i will link these petitions for angelo quinto george floyd brianna taylor all these different people as well and i will i will link them down below in the show notes so um, right now for angelo quinto there have been 15979 people who have signed and uh, their goal, I think, is 25,000 petitions. I think the family now wants to um, file a legal claim against the Antioch Police Department. And um, there, I think there's an investigation that is being opened. So hopefully there will be some justice there. And that is the end of that topic. Because that is a huge, serious topic. And um, just know that I am... I am for the Asian, Asian-American, Pacific Islander, even the black community as well. And I stand in solidarity as well with them. And, you know, I think it's the hashtag, hashtag protect Asian lives. I'm not really sure if hashtags are still a thing, but um, I just wanted to put that message out there because it is important. So now we're going to move on into um, a really cool... Uh, thing uh, a really cool as we move on you know into march of 2021 into this month 
It's Women's History Month, you guys. Happy w Women's History Month. A little bit more positive message, you know what I mean? Uh, along with mental health um, content, I'm also, um, every once in a while, um, posting content uh, of female creators or just, you know, women's appreciation of women's history. You know, women are badass females. They are, um, they are, you know, they uh i do not have words right now they are amazing people you know what i mean and i'm proud to be a woman you know what i mean all the women in my life i think that you know women's history should just be highlighted not just for a month it should be forever and so i am just so great uh i am just so grateful to be surrounded by such a good female estrogen eccentric community and I, 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 there has been so many highlights as well. There have been so many um, highlights in in this month already. I think uh, um, there has been um, a lot of strides that women have had to make when it comes to you know, let's say, suffrage and all that type of stuff. And you know, especially having. Uh, you know, the first ever women vice president, I think is a huge stride in our nation, Kamala Harris, whether you, you know, believe in her ideals and the issues that she stands for is not, it doesn't matter. Having her as, you know, an example in, in, in such a political atmosphere right now, I think it's, it's just amazing. So Kamala Harris, Michelle Obama, AOC, or just, you know, beyond the politicians, just women who have shaped the platform to what it is to be right now. And it's um, even women who have, you know, gone before us. Ruder, um, Ruder, uh, Bain Ginsburg, Ginsburg, Ruder, Ru Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sorry, I think I pronounced it wrong. Um, the first um, attorney justice. Uh, Supreme Court justice um, in the Supreme Court. Uh, who else? Um, or even just women in your life. You know what I mean? Women, you know, so show some appreciation and love to all the women in the world. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are badasses. And I love each and every one of you. So that's just been like, what, 40 minutes of me talking? Um... I don't know, this was a crazy episode. I talked a lot. I don't know what I'm going to title this episode. There's a lot of what I could uh, be talking about. It's all over the place. But um, I just want to close off here. My message was messy. It was crazy. There were so many different topics. But overall, the message that I want to have for this podcast here is the idea of self-love and self-compassion for others is important. But the idea of self garnering this idea of self-love and compassion for ourselves is just as important. And if we need to be selfish every once in a while of, let's say, you know, not talking to this person or not grabbing coffee or, you know, or with this person, you know what I mean? It's not selfish. Saying no is not selfish. And it's the idea of, you know, 
you want to say yes to every opportunity that presents itself, but at the same time, um, being open to the idea of, you know, saying no should not be a bad thing. You know what I mean? But saying it politely of like, I love you and I appreciate you, but there's just so much going on right now in my life that I think that I need to be focused right now on myself. That's okay. You that that is okay. The fact that you are even recognizing that, you know, you are not you are not at a place right now where you want to talk to people. And I know, you know, especially when it comes to mental health is that, you know, mental health awareness, you need to go to therapy and you need to talk to people and all this type of stuff. But sometimes, especially me, people aren't open with sharing their feelings all the time. They want to keep that inside. But at the same time, that's not good. But sometimes there are people who 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 think that the best form of therapy is just being in tune and in, in and appreciating every single thing of themselves and being an introvert kind of i think that's where i get a lot of my introverted ways from so it's okay it's okay to be selfish don't think of that just because you're saying no to all these opportunities that you know you feel like you maybe you might be missing out but you are tending to yourself and you're creating this awareness of okay let's say now once i have my shit together then i can go out into the world and help others with their shit you know what i mean so it's okay to take care of yourself please do because when you take care of others at least for me when i see people who are taking care of themselves it creates this amazing environment of like you know what i'm feeling good i am overall in a great headspace i feel physically great so let's go out there and you know help people let's say who are struggling you know what i mean i want to be able to be that advocate in that voice and so right now if you are feeling at a place right now where you are really 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 struggling and it is valid why you are struggling you know what i mean we're in the midst of a global pandemic we're in the midst of a lockdown you know traveling um is limited you know seeing people is crazy right now you know what i mean it is completely okay to just pause reset and refocus and recharge on yourself it's not selfish it's okay and with that note i hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode thank you for you know joining me on you know this little you know crazy journey of um my second episode i really hope that you guys enjoyed me being real and raw with you guys and you know hearing me really you know talk about issues that you know are a little bit more on the serious side and you know how i could really phrase them so let me know if you guys really enjoyed this any feedback that you guys have for me um any um issues and topics that i could really really talk about that you know kind of boils your blood as well and my opinions on them um would be great and um i love you guys thank you guys so much for listening i also want to disclaim as well is that as i've said before in the beginning of this podcast is that for now this will not have any sponsored content or sponsorships you know i am about the content i am not about you know the money and the views essentially and this is a passion project at the end of the day you know what I mean? This is a passion project that, you know, if it, if if even five people are listening, I really, I, I just want to put my voice out there. 
in any way, shape, or form that is possible. And um, help you guys as well. And just create a casual conversation. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode that I have for you guys. You know, stay safe during these crazy times. I love you guys. And I will see you next time. Much love and peace out.